Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed, where we discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. Uh, my name is Lydia. And my name is Ebba. Hello, Ebba. And uh, this episode is uh, a special episode, like uh, the last one we did. But this time we are talking about some of our favorite sci-fi movies and a little bit of our plans for 2019. Um, so, uh, yeah. What do you think, Ebba? Well, I'm thinking that it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about these movies. And I can't wait to find out what your picks are. So why don't you uh, mm-hmm. start us off with one of your picks? Well, I figured I would start with my number one. I mean, the movies in here are... I haven't put them in any kind of order. Um, they are my favorites, but they are very different from each other as well. But there is one of these movies that I know this is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, then I uh, know which that- one it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is uh, a movie called Metropolis. It's a German Mm. silent film from 1927 and it is absolutely wonderful. Um, It is a dystopia, but it's just, it's so gorgeous. And yes, there is a two hour version of it or two hour plus version actually. uh, And I can watch that uh, a lot of times. So I love this film very much. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those movies that you mention a lot, like if, if, like, I just whenever I see Metropolis like since meeting you then I always think of you just because like it's one of your it's it's so obviously a favorite of yours um some something yes, you really like yes. you kind of compare different movies to so yeah like like yeah and my, like I have shaped my whole like internet persona around yeah. this because <laughs> yes. my the alias that I often use is Robot Maria yeah. and that is a reference to this film yeah. because um, there is a woman in the in the film that is called Maria and she has this robot evil robot copy made of her mm-hmm. uh, and that is what I'm referencing so like my YouTube channel is Robot Maria Reviews mm-hmm. uh, and then on Steam my username is Robot Maria <laughs> so like I use it all the time <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I I would I don't think I could say that this is a favorite movie of mine. Um, it's one I respect more. Um, mm-hmm. I really, I mean, it's obviously one of the great movies in movie history. So, and it, I mean, deservedly so. If I don't even know if that's a word or not, or not but um, yeah. But I remember I actually watched it like in full, just like I think maybe two and a half, three years ago. For the first time, other times I've only seen it like maybe the beginning or the end or a scene here and there. Um, but I actually watched it with an orchestra, so it mm. was a, like a big uh, arena thing, and there was an orchestra, like live orchestra, and you had this black and white movie. And so it was an excellent way to watch this movie, I think, because it did, it did add to it, you know, with the um, with the music being live and f- really full and everything. So. I had a really great experience with it, but I don't know if I'm going to see it 
you know, for a while. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I, I can totally understand why this is not everyone's favorite mm. movie. It is, uh, you know, silent films in general is is a bit of an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. You know, they can be uh, challenging to get into, uh, but I think this is, this is. Just, it's just a, such a great film. Um, I love pretty much everything about it. You know the way it looks, like the the great scenery that that they built. It's actually like miniature scenery, but mm. it looks absolutely off, off, awesome on screen. Um, and the soundtrack, uh, both both the the classical original mm. soundtrack and also the the Giorgio Moroder version which has this sort of 80s rock pop soundtrack oh, a lot of people ha- uh, yeah a lot of cool. people hate that one but i actually like that version as well oh, i love to just listen um, to music and like just picture scenes from the movies yeah yeah like, the, um, my favorite song from that soundtrack is bonnie tyler she sings here she comes are you saying bonnie uh, tyler's the what yes Oh my god! I need to do some YouTubing <laughs> after this. I think. <laughs> um, I just like that song in general, but I also think uh, it fits well into the movie mm. because you know here here she comes, just you know that that's Maria. You know mm. here she comes, uh, so I think it, it's it's wonderful, and also like the message of the film. You know this uh, this saying in the end of the film. You know the the mediator between the hands and the head must mm. be the heart, uh, where. You have this uh, rich, high-up dude who, you know, learns to communicate with uh, his workers mm. uh, with the help of his son, who's sort of the mediator there. And I just, I think it's a really wonderful message. A very obvious choice, like we said for you then. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I figured I would start with that <laughs> exactly. one. Because everyone who knows no me build knows up, that... No build-up, no, no build-up, no, <laughs> no nothing. Just like, let's get it over with. We all, we both know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. Like when I think of when I look at my selection of the five favorite movies that I've picked, I can't like like I said in the previous episode, I kind of have a hard time whenever I need to pick a favorite or something. I can even have a hard time picking like, oh, what's your hobby? Like, what's your favorite to, thing to do in the? I'm like, what? You know. So, but it's I must have been in a sort of action mood <laughs> because I feel like a lot of these uh, movies can be sort of action, you know, packed. But um. I'm going to start off with an older movie, let's say, to sort of roll off on on your pick there. And it's Flash Gordon, (laughs) surprisingly, (laughs) (laughs) which is another movie that I watched for the first time with you last year. Well, yeah, last year. So and it was just like definitely something in my taste. It's kind of campy and kind of ridiculous and it has these kind of you know because it's kind of in that like uh, breaking point I don't really know how to explain it properly but you know when you have almost like two different eras and you're making a movie and it kind of feels a little bit older than what it might have been like a year later do you see what I'm getting at yeah 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 so I also really just love the <coughs> costumes and uh, have Brian blessed in this movie, which is a blessing <laughs> to, <laughs> to have a scene. <laughs> Give me the remote control. Give me the remote control. It's just, yeah, it has a lot of like campy, great moments and just a lot of costumes that I really appreciate and kind of want to wear 
Yeah, I, I believe this was maybe like the first or maybe second movie we watched together. I think so, yeah. Like ever. So I really had, at that point, I had no idea what kind of taste you have oh. other than, you know, you liked sci-fi and fantasy and I did too. So, uh, but looking back now, I can definitely see you. You're like, that is just Ebba the movie, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's just amazing, to be honest. Like, this is so much I like about that movie. And it's so funny because it's not, it's not an especially like highly ranked movie or anything, but I just, I just find it really entertaining and great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and just, you know, the, the glittery, oh, shiny clothes. So great. That's, so great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the headdresses and everything. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good choice, mm. definitely. Oh, uh, we had oh, oh sorry, but I have that. to mention the music as well, because the music is yes. amazing. Because it's Queen, so of course it's mm-hmm. amazing. Flash. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you go. I'm sorry, I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to have me start singing the uh, theme here. <laughs> Well, no one can really sing it the way the way Freddie Mercury does. Well, so, uh... no, I'm kidding. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just a tangent. I did actually hear a guy on Facebook uh, who was a very good Freddie Mercury Ooh. like impersonator. Cool. I don't remember his name, but he had a very similar voice. Cool. So uh, some people can sing almost as good as Freddie Mercury, but, yeah. but not me in this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me neither, me neither. But yeah, really good soundtrack mm. and uh, really good choice as well. Yeah, I think moving on from the colorful mm. Flash Gordon, <laughs> I'm going to move into something, another movie that is also very colorful, but maybe in a little different way uh, and also has an awesome soundtrack uh, and it's also a really fun movie. Uh, and it's my favorite movie from... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, I think oh yes, yes. so wonderful. Good choice. <laughs> Good choice. I didn't even think about that movie to be honest. <laughs> that's the thing, though. It's so it's so great having these kind of conversations because, like, oh yeah, that's a great sci-fi movie. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, actually, I think it would make a good double feature with Flash Gordon because they oh, have yeah. some similarities. Honestly, yeah, definitely. So what makes you like, you know, we both like this movie, so, but well, what makes you? <laughs> well, first of all, I really love the soundtrack, you know, this 80s style soundtrack. I love 80s mu- music and I think we are very much into 80s nostalgia these days. Mm. Not just me personally, but like Hollywood oh, and, yeah. and other things. I believe it's 70s also, like there's a lot of 70s songs in... Yes, in, yeah, yes. Yeah. Hooked late on the Feeling, 70s. I believe, mm. is, is maybe late 70s. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy kind of came before the big wave of 80s nostalgia. It was in the beginning of it mm. anyway. And it felt, at that time, it felt fresh. It felt... You know, just just so much fun and 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 brought so much energy, I think, into the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe at the time, and you know, just a great space opera, like mm-hmm. that really colorful, action-packed space opera. You know, those are really difficult to do, I think, mm. uh, and and. Like Star Wars was maybe a little bit of that, but but we hadn't really had anything like that for a really long time. A lot of the great sci-fi films have been more serious ones, like, like I don't know, The Martian, things yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I thought The Martian was a great film, but 
really it, it didn't really scratch that itch that I had for mm-hmm. just just a fun romp in space and the Guardians of the Galaxy gave me exactly that um, and just the comedy was just my kind of comedy I mean mm-hmm. comedy is hit and miss uh, you know it depends on who you are and just what you find funny but for me it, it was perfect mm. uh, I really liked it. What you're getting at, like this kind of movie is kind of <clears throat> rare, just because there's a lot of like, let's say, Gravity and um, The Martian. Yes. There's a lot of those. And then there's a lot of the more like teen, directed towards teenagers kind of movies, mm-hmm. like uh, young adult-ish movies, uh, mm-hmm. which can also be very serious and um, gray <laughs> dystopian. Yeah. And just, uh. <laughs> But, but you and I, we both watched a movie last year together, for the first time at least in, for me, and I believe it might have been for you as well, uh, but that is Ice Pirates. Ice pi- yeah. Right, yes. Which yeah. is, it's basically the same thing as Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd say, because you have this ragtag team, you know, going, I mean, I don't even remember what Guardians of the Galaxy, what they were supposed to do. Uh, I actually remember it kind of better in Ice Pirates because they're getting <laughs> ice and they're pirates. So, you know, it kind of says it in the title. But they're also like this sort of like humorous, um, sort of funny, just like the, the, the atmosphere of team spirit, the weirdness, you know, it's just fun. And you, you get this sort of cozy feeling that you get when you watch like a romantic comedy, basically. You get the sort of same mm-hmm. like, oh, that was so cozy and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what you get with The Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think when that came out, it was so saturated with these really big Earth-centered stories about superhe- superheroes. And it was just mm-hmm. getting tiresome, you know, already by then. So... Yeah, breath of fresh air, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. on a older tradition <laughs> of ragtag teams <laughs> in space. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just just to go back to to what you said regarding Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't remember exactly when um, Captain America Winter Soldier came out, but I think it, they they might have been fairly close together. Yeah, and it's so hard as well because they they make the movie, but then when they release it, might be a bit. You know, true, so. true. But I think it, it wasn't in the same phase, at mm. least when it comes to Marvel movies. And a lot of people will swear upon Winter Soldier as, you know, the best Marvel movie ever. And I think it's boring as hell. Oh, Winter yeah. Soldier is just, oh, it's so great and dull and just, uh, it's not feel good at all for me. And I know it's not really supposed to be, but I, I go into Marvel movies to have fun mm. and I did not have fun at Winter Soldier but yeah. I did really have fun at Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and I really had fun watching Ice Pirates with you mm. uh, <laughs> to go <laughs> back into that film and I believe we have some similar movies like at least one that I can think of coming up this year that I I hope that we can watch for the podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we can get into that later if we remember to do so <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so are you done with uh, Guardians or is there anything else you want to... No, no, I'm done. Because then I want to move into a slightly different kind of movie. And it's way more heavy on the action side than sci-fi. <laughs> but uh, we can argue about that. <laughs> but it's Predator. Ah. And that's Predator, like the Predator, not whatever came afterwards. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't the Predator be the most recent one? Oh, true, true. 
yeah, yeah. So just, predator. just Predator. I just read. I, I just it, wrote Predator, though. So I mean, I I know I know my Predator. Like, don't worry. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, don't I know. Check I, me I understood on my what Predator you meant, fandom. That, that... You know, just. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, Predator. It's it's like uh, it's kind of funny because I watched this uh, during the summer and. It's been a few years since I, since I saw it last time. And I just like was struck at <clears throat> what a great action movie that is. It's just mm-hmm. uh, the best action movie ever, I think. <laughs> and just because it's the great, greatest action movie ever. I mean, I mean, it's not it's not perfect when it comes to like, you know, the themes and everything. But if you're just looking mm-hmm. at it as how the action is made and how like tension is built and everything, it is awesome <laughs> awesome and you've got like yeah. peak arnold schwarzenegger with arms that are tree trunks and his like <laughs> dutch english it's it's, oh, it's great so <laughs> i just thought it'd be kind of funny to bring you know that action movie like this amazing action movie up in this sort of sci-fi favorite kind of list because it is a science fiction movie which is yeah which is so weird and also kind of great (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely and i have only seen predator once and it's been quite a few years now since i i I, I watched it uh but i do remember really liking it and um i'm definitely up for a rewatch uh do so just get yourself a bag of you know your favorite crisps yeah, and uh, snuggle to, to the sounds of machine guns. I don't know. Oh my god! Sometimes I need to think before to I speak. I think, but to, I rarely do. So to, to the sound of get to the chopper. Uh, and... There, there is not a whole I, lot you can yeah. say about Predator. To be honest, I mean, it looks great. It's a lot of fun and. You have this kind of cool element of this uh, alien predator coming to Earth and um, stalking humans, like, because humans are just like a good uh, hunt and nothing else to him. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. But, mm. you know. I didn't, I haven't seen the most recent one and I have not seen the aliens versus predator films. And But I did see Predator 2, and I remember I was not a big fan of it. I haven't um, seen that one, actually. It, it's very different. Mm. Well, it's a long... It, it, it's been about as long as I, since I saw that one, since I saw mm. the first movie. But from what I remember, it takes place in like a city environment. Mm. Uh, and it has, I think, none of the characters from the first film is in it. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I do appreciate that they didn't just try to remake yeah. the first movie uh they did try to make something different but you can argue whether it was successful or not um some people like it some do not and i i don't think i was mm. a fan of that one but the first predator movie is awesome so but that actually makes for a good segue into my next pick because these predator and and my pick supposedly take place in the same universe and that is alien oh we, oh, we just overlapped we just later. overlapped <laughs> Oh, we did? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so this is a sci-fi horror film. I don't watch a lot of horror films, but I do enjoy them sometimes. And Alien is probably my number one horror film ever. I think it's just wonderful. Uh, you know, Sigourney Weaver mm-hmm. uh, is, is wonderful in it as Ellen Ripley. And she's such a kick-ass lady. Oh, yeah. I just I just love oh, her. Yeah. 
she's been a role model for a lot of women out there, I imagine. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like the second film as well, Aliens. But I think, you know, Aliens is a much more action-packed film. But while the first movie, Alien, is much more just suspense, just sort of, you know quiet moments where they're looking for the alien mm. and like where is it we don't know where it is um and and you know when they get confused chasing the cat and they think it's the alien but it's, yeah. it's jonesy the whole time and it's just uh yeah it's wonderful it's one of those movies that really changed a lot of like that how that genre was going to treat its environment and subject and everything um because after that i think science fiction movies got a, got a whole lot grittier and I mean, there's mm-hmm. of course like, you know, people doing actual like analysis and things on that. So I don't need to get into that. But I think it's just it's a really cool movie. I don't know what I want to say really, but you know, like yeah. it's like historically cool, and it's just a great movie overall. It's a great horror movie, and it's a great sci-fi movie. And I think you can you can really have like discussions about theme, like the science fiction theme in it. Like there's the corporation, and you have uh, the android and there's just a lot of like really interesting themes that are actually not there just to be i don't want to say eye candy but to be like something to hang the action on which is what kind of predator is you know that science fiction mm-hmm. thing is just something really like a fun idea to hang all the crazy jungle action on whereas with alien like it's it's not that you know like so yeah i also appreciate how like dirty oh yeah that was what i'm getting like the grit like how lived in like compared this movie to a lot of the 60s um movies that were made and they were so clean and there was like this bright future and then you have alien which comes with this way more dystopian and Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. the spaceship itself reflects that yeah sorry i didn't mean Mm, to like definitely you know (laughs) kidnap your sentence (laughs) it's fine it's fine (laughs) No, I, I I think you know you you said pretty much what I wanted to say. That earlier movies, even even no, you don't even have to go back to the sixties. You just have to go back like two years before this one because this this came out in seventy nine, I believe, and two years before that we had Star Wars, and Star Wars looks oh, much yeah, cleaner. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I just appreciate how 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 it, it kind of looks realistic, yeah. even though it is a sci fi yeah. film in space. But that that ship, you know, I I definitely believe that they are. Miners, I mm-hmm. believe they are, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And it just, it feels like that. It feels like, like an oil rig or yeah. something, but in space. And, and that is wonderful. And just like the way that the ship looks and like how it's presented and everything. Like any movie <laughs> since basically that's set on a spaceship <laughs> that isn't like, you know, blatantly like being funny or being like, you know. But like if it's serious science fiction you know spaceship science fiction then it looks like the goddamn ship from alien mm-hmm. all of them sometimes it, it's <laughs> you know it's a bit more like white on the walls but it's basically alien so uh, i think it's you can't really understate how impactful this movie was when it comes to atmosphere and mm-hmm. um overall like aesthetic aesthetics mm-hmm. definitely definitely so anything else you want to say on alien I feel I feel done with that one. Well, not really. I want to see it again sometime. But uh, for now, yeah, for now we're done with the discussion at least. Uh, yeah, I could, I could also add just a little bit to that. But I actually think that the four, like the three movies that follows Alien 
are good as well mm-hmm. as a series if you're just thinking about those four f- first ones like in the f- following 15 years they're they're not count not counting y- yeah exactly stuff. because i've only seen that once and i didn't really <laughs> find it too interesting so but if you like look at those four like you have mm-hmm. very different visions very different visions on kind of the same thing and it's just kind of cool to have all of those really Really, di- you can tell that there's a different direction, a director every time, with a different concept and vision, and it really shows. And I just think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just to mention um, my thoughts on the sequels as well. I I liked Aliens. Uh, I was not a huge fan of Alien Three and um, Alien Resurrection. I don't think I hated them quite as much mm. as I know a lot of other people do. Um, I mean, I could never quite get over the fact that they killed off Newt. I was very upset by that. So, um, uh, but but other than that, I thought Alien Three and, and Resurrection were, mm. you know, all right. Sci-fi space films, you know, I could watch them, but they're not my favorites in the series. But yeah, they are all right. So I think from one kick-ass lady to another i'm gonna go with my next favorite which is a rather recent one Mm. in terms of how old it is Mm -hmm. uh, and that's annihilation ah interesting yeah like with the rest of these movies i've got a tiny bit of story time (laughs) but it's kind of (laughs) because i was uh watching like i was going to the cinema and this trailer was playing for this movie coming out in cinema it looked like and then, and I was like, oh, I want to watch that. That looks awesome. Really interesting. Cool. Haven't seen one of those, like, you know, in a long while, in, you know, in the cinema. And then I never heard about this movie ever again. <laughs> Until one day. It was on Netflix. And I was like, what happened? So apparently Netflix bought the... Um, you know, they bought the movie, essentially, after it was made. Because for some reason... Um, the uh, distribu- distribution company or whatever wasn't like confident that it was going to you know be a bankable movie or something something like that I don't remember the details so you know don't put this on Wikipedia because I said so basically <laughs> but something like that so I think it was a real shame that this didn't get the shot at cinema that that I think it deserves because it's mm-hmm. a good movie and it's made by the director that made Ex Machina. So I really can't see how this wouldn't be market- marketable because you've also got like Natalie Portman in it. So Yeah, I was also very surprised uh, that they didn't put it in cinemas uh, here in Sweden or I believe it only get, got like a theater release in, in the US, if I remember correctly. Oh, like one then, because as far as I know, it's not been released at all like... Cinema, oh, okay, so, yeah. I, I might be wrong. As but, far as but, I know. Yeah. Again, yeah. don't quote Very... either one of us because we don't know what we're talking about. Uh... <laughs> Most people have seen it on Netflix and I was very surprised by it because uh, like my local sci-fi fandom you know it was very talked about because it's based on a book mm. um i read the book i have not seen the movie yet mm. uh, but it was a very popular book and a lot of people were looking forward to the film and everyone was like when when does this come to the cinema and then it didn't and everyone yeah. was like why not and yeah. <laughs> it was just you know so so disappointing uh, in yeah. that regard so um yeah yeah i actually like two weeks ago um bought the book and I hadn't really thought that it was based on a book before, but I actually even recognized the author. So I was like, cool. And it's a series. I want to watch it and I want to read this because I really like the movie. 
So I think it's too bad. But let's not dwell on why it's too bad and why it didn't get a shot and everything. This is a very, very good science fiction movie, I think. Uh, it has an interesting theme with um, something landing on Earth and sort of messing with the DNA in everything. So you have like glass horses. I, I'm making up now because I'm not... I don't remember, like glass horses and plant people and just really weird things happening within a zone that's zoned off from um, the public, sort of. Uh, and it's just like, it's a, good, it's a good science fiction idea put on screen by competent people and I think the acting is fine, excellent at times and fine mostly. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just looks really good and... It kind of makes you think and all those things that you want to want a movie to do. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I do uh, I do really want to see it. I just haven't had the time to, to see it yet. But um, yeah, from everything I I've think you'll heard, like it. It yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, it feels, uh, based on what I've seen, like from trailers and such and, and heard other people talk about it, it feels like a very fresh movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, exactly. That was, that was what I was saying. Like when I was in the cinema, I was like, wait, what? They do things like this still? Like <laughs> big, <laughs> big budget movies like, with, like this? I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. So moving into my next pick then, and now we are definitely moving away from uh, the serious alien and annihilation films mm. and into something that is very much a ridiculous film, but I absolutely love it. And it's just, it's really just tangentially sci-fi. <laughs> like like Predator? You, uh, even less than Predator, oh. I would say. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it depends, but like if you're gonna have a serious discussion on what is sci-fi and what is not, this is like, yeah, maybe. Um, like it's technically sci-fi, but anyway, I'm I'm rambling now. Uh, <laughs> like I'm talking it. about yeah, I'm talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ah, oh, <laughs> okay, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could argue that it's a science fiction movie, of course. Yeah. I mean, technically it is because in the end it turns out that like. Frank and Furter and the rest are aliens, but it's like mm -hmm. it's it's a very 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 small part of the film that is actually about that. The rest yeah. is just crazy wacky musical, but I love it. I love it so much, and it just it makes me happy to see it, and it makes me happy to listen to the music. You know, Time Warp. I love that song. I love every song in the film, but that yeah. one's great. And even you know honorable mention to the sequel shock treatment mm -hmm. which i think is very underrated uh and uh, we saw both of them um yes. together i believe yeah well not the not the second one i think we watched no, those apart yeah, yeah. but Th we, did, yeah. we did we discussed it together anyway mm -hmm. uh so you know both of those are just really really fun uh musicals and i, I love them both yeah like the thing oh, i'm gonna be debbie downer here but like i could <laughs> not say that rocky horror picture show is a favorite of mine but like i can respect its place in history <laughs> if you know what i'm saying like yeah and it's i can respect the cult status even though i'm not on the 
in <laughs> on why it's called you know what i'm kind of mm-hmm, get at mm-hmm, yeah um, but it is absolutely off the wall crazy and that is kind of great because you have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> from one scene to the next and that that's what i think it is is its uh, strength like mm-hmm. you're on your tippy toes like what what are they what crazy thing is going to happen now and there's just a few scenes that i myself found really funny like the um, adonis figure i don't really remember his name but like he franken that's that's rocky horror oh yeah yeah <laughs> of course it is god damn uh well <laughs> so rocky horror i mean his whole scene with like he's getting like gifts and it's just weights and he starts lifting the weights things like that are really hilarious to me so i can really appreciate like the this small funny things even though as a whole package it might not be my kind of thing mm-hmm. you see there's a difference between rocky horror picture show and flash gordon <laughs> it's <laughs> it's only the details and the presentation for me so <laughs> yeah. even though they really can't be both of them but one of them are trying to be serious so i guess <laughs> that's the one i'm going with for some reason <laughs> but um yeah yeah do you want to get in a little bit more like why why do you think people should watch rocky horror picture show and be amazed by it um, and how should they watch it because (laughs) i think that's part of the like appeal yeah first of all i just sort of want to address uh what you said and Mm. and say that yeah i totally understand why you would not like rocky horror it's it's a very special movie and Mm. it's just it's kind of you know punk in in its style like it's very um just wacky and it doesn't it doesn't really have a great plot but it you're not watching it for the plot you're mm-hmm. watching it for for just the, the all the random things that happen and like you said you you never know what's going to happen next mm. and for me that's just so fun uh it is very high paced uh and i think for me that's part of the appeal but mm-hmm. i think maybe for you 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 were sort of feeling that maybe uh, there was something missing or or that you didn't really feel that maybe it was fleshed out the way you're used to uh, mm. in films um, because it is very different from a lot of films uh, we watch but I just I, I don't know it, <laughs> it really really appeals to me uh, and on the question of how you should watch this when you should watch it with a bunch of friends uh, mm. you know grab grab some popcorn grab some beer just you know, drink, have fun, riff at the film while you're watching it because there's actually like a whole script for the audience just to riff at it during uh, when it's when it's playing. <laughs> so you can do that, or you can make up your own script, I guess. Uh, but just you know, have, just have fun uh, and and with friends, it's it's a perfect movie for that. And yeah. the first time I watched it uh, was I my first year at university, and uh, I was living in this collective uh, with with nine other students. We were mm. a very big collective, and uh, we were having a big party as we kind of had every weekend so i was drunk very very drunk <laughs> and so- someone su- suggested this film rocky horror picture i had never heard of it before i couldn't even tell what they were saying because they were drunk as well i was like <laughs> rocky horror picture show <laughs> and i was like okay let's play it and we played it and i was just i was so directly i was like i have no idea what's going on but it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> and yeah just yeah. just a great experience I think it's a good idea to kind of lower your expectations with it as well, because <laughs> my expectations were 
I think kind of high to be honest just because it's mentioned so often and it's like got it's got this cult status and I was like it's gonna be amazing and then it wasn't really amazing it was fun but it wasn't like 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 I said before you know whatever but um if you watch this and you can kind of like feel like you're in the in people who kind of <laughs> like this then you'll have a great time watching it uh, if you can like me then you'll have fun a lot of the times but a lot of the time you'll be asking yourself why though like why <laughs> mm-hmm. but i but, you know i watched it with you so it was still like we still had a good time i think so yeah yeah but a good choice nonetheless <laughs> so my last favorite is a somewhat young movie as well i'd say i think it's about 10 years old and that's moon Ah. and i think it's a movie that a lot of people like but i think it kind of like flew under the radar because it was really small budget and i think it wasn't really released in any cinemas except for maybe a small selection of ones that take on this small scale you know cheap (laughs) cheaper Uh, but it doesn't look cheap though so if you're concerned about you want you want it to look high quality hd poreless and everything then it does because it looks great and again um a really interesting twist and an interesting theme i believe it is about like corporations and who can own a lot you know i don't want to get into it because i don't want to spoil anything i think we need to put a spoiler warning in the beginning of these episodes anyway but have you seen it i've seen it once i think i've only seen it once too but i really i like it really cemented mm-hmm. itself in my head so that's why i really mm-hmm. think it's a favorite mm-hmm. of mine so yeah. um i remember liking it i don't i don't think i would put it on like a list of my favorite sci-fi films but i do like it and i remember it as being a very you know intelligent sci-fi film mm. uh with um, a good idea uh, and a good message and all that so um yeah definitely yeah and also the acting is really good in this one i think that's the one thing that people always brings up when it comes to this movie. But the acting really is good. So go watch it. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving into my last pick then. Mm-hmm. So uh, I tried to, to spread out the sort of categories that I've been talking mm-hmm. about. So I've, I've talked about a silent film, a horror, a musical, a comedy. Uh, and then I decided to go with the category most underrated sci-fi film mm-hmm. uh, that is among my favorites. And I was actually choosing between two films here but i eventually settled on one Mm. and it's a fairly new one i think it came out in 2014 Mm. uh, and it's called edge of tomorrow it has tom cruise and uh, emily blunt i believe in the lead roles yes yeah i i i saw it in the cinema with my friend sophie and i really liked it i thought it was really fun really it is an action film but it like also has a really cool sci-fi concept to it about you know tom cruise starts reliving the day uh, and then he figures out that emily blunt's character uh, has also had this but but this is sort of stopped for her and then they need to figure out together how to beat the the aliens that are invading us just seeing him, you know, reliving this day and having to explain this to, to her character over and over again. It's just so... It's really depressing, honestly, mm. but it's just so well done. Um, and then also the, the ending of the film, which I'm not going to spoil. Um, but I thought it was really interesting, you know, how, how, how it sort of restarted. And, and, and uh, as a, a gamer, I can sort of see how, you know, this is the gaming <laughs> process. You know, you die and then you try again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, just really like that, and and the action was just really good, and 
I know a lot of people who saw it liked it, but very few people like talk about it still. It it seems like it sort of passed by and people liked it, but then it went away in a mm. sea of just gen- generic sci-fi films. But I don't really think it is that generic. I think it is, it's a really good sci-fi film. Yeah, I think uh, when it was out, like in cinema and everything, I remember just overlooking it because it was Tom Cruise and it looked so transformery, military mm-hmm. sci-fi bullshit. And I was so over that kind of thing <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I was like, nope, not even gonna, you know, which is a sad thing, but it's also like, it's it's just what you do, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't give everything a fair shot all the time <laughs> when it comes to these things. But um, but as, then I saw it on like Netflix or something, I think, and I was too. I was like, this is this is kind of great, <laughs> and yeah. Tom Cruise is kind of great. He's doing like his best in this role, and it's it, like when it comes to Tom Cruise, it's like when he's when he's good, he's really good, and when <clears> he's campy and weird, then yeah, that's what you get. But when he's good you get kind of edge of tomorrow and it's just a really fun sci-fi concept i'm not sure i would put it in my favorites but i would put it in a very nice surprise group (laughs) (laughs) very nice surprise (laughs) so yeah interesting choice i was not expecting that actually (laughs) no no i i think most people we're not yeah. expecting me to pick that one. No, and I kind of love that you picked that one because, <laughs> yeah, you kind of made me think of Edge of Tomorrow again. And that's kind of neat. <laughs> Being like, so, hmm, but, should I rewatch um, that? <laughs> j- just to mention, you know, the runner-up in the category of, of underrated sci- sci-fi was uh, Star Trek Beyond, um, the third ah. of the, the modern Star Trek films. Which um, I haven't seen. I think, out of the, the three modern films, I think it's the best one. Oh, um, okay. I know one. some mm. people who disagree with me, but that's that's pretty much the case for every film. Mm. You know, everyone does not agree. <laughs> uh, but I thought the first one, Star Trek 2009, I thought that one was actually a bad film. Uh, Into Darkness was all right. But it oh, oh my God. No, I thought yeah. you meant like the Star Trek, like the old movies. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, the third mm. one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> so slow. Okay, so you have seen it then. Yes, the third one. I haven't seen the second one because it, you know, kind of with Edge of Tomorrow, I was like, nope, not interested. But this, the third one is really good. Kind of wish they'd made more. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. The second one, Into Darkness, I thought it was all right, um, but it has Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch in it, and I'm not a fan of Cumberbatch. Mm. So it was sort of like, eh, yeah, mm. no. Not really, but it's okay, I guess. But Star Trek Beyond, when I saw that, I saw it in the cinemas. I was just like, this is Star Trek. This is so much fun. It has aliens. It has spaceship. It has everything I yep. want. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good, fun movie. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't see it, in, see it in the cinema, unfortunately. But I can tell you that it it makes for excellent viewing on the television as well. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I really wish they'd make more. Because... Like, yeah. it turned good now. Why can't you make more? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well. So, like, looking ahead, like, we've looked back now on our favorites and everything, but looking ahead, is there any movie in 2019 that you're looking forward to? Uh, well, I have several, but I, I decided on two that I want mm. to talk about in this uh, podcast. Uh, obviously, since I'm uh, Marvel Universe Cinematic Universe fan, I'm obviously looking forward to Avengers Endgame. But I'm even more looking forward to the Captain Marvel movie. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I knew it. Yes. I'm very predictable, obviously. <laughs> well, so am I with Flash Gordon and everything. So we're both predictable. But yeah, of course, Captain Marvel. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know I sent you uh, the first trailer that they released, but I don't know if you've seen the second trailer. Oh, I don't think so. Because... If I've decided I'm going to watch something, then I don't want to watch anything else, you know, ah, trailer-wise. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm good now. I know I want to watch it, so I don't, don't want to mm-hmm. spoil mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that, that that's a good choice. But I did watch this, the <laughs> second trailer because I couldn't yeah. keep myself from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, oh, it made me really hyped for it. It looks awesome. Yeah. I really want to see it. I really want to see it now. On Endgame, though, I have to say I'm not as excited but you didn't like infinity war so nope. maybe that has something to do nope. with it yeah it's just a lot of marvel movies that i'm not really into to be honest i can kind of get into the you know characters on their own and everything but kind of none of the avengers i think mostly it's guardians of the galaxy that i'm and mm-hmm. thor i kind of like the thor movies surprisingly thor i know was was a lot of fun yeah i don't know i just don't care i think that's it i just don't I didn't really feel anything at the end of Infinity War. And I was like, well, they'll make it. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not to diss the people who do like you yourself who cares and think it's going to be kind of fun to watch where it's going. Like, it's not that I'm dissing. It's just that it's not, it doesn't really push my buttons anymore, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's completely fair. Not everyone has to watch uh, Avengers films. But I'm going to watch both Captain Marvel and um, Avengers Endgame. Uh, I was just thinking, like, if we're thinking more broadly media here, just for a little bit, just for funsies, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Game of Thrones ending. Mm, okay. Uh, I think it's it's due time <laughs> mm-hmm. that the series wrap it up and let us all move on. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. To that. Not not that I'm like, oh, it's gonna be so fun to watch all the political intrigues and everything because. Uh, I don't think it's been that interesting for a long time, but I think it's it's going to be kind of cool to see, um, you know, the Game of Thrones era come to an end and see if Amazon's um, Lord of the Rings project is ah, going to pick yes. up mm-hmm. the flame and and carry the uh, the you know. The people, the torch, the torch carry, yeah, the torch. carry the torch of, of fantasy for, for adults, you know. Yeah, and also, um, I don't, ranty, know, I don't but remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't remember if this comes out in 2019, but the Witcher series that they're making mm. with um, Superman, uh, Henry Cavill in, as playing as, as yes. the Witcher. I, I have played some of the Witcher games. I can't say that. I'm mean, like a big fan of the franchise. Like I like the games, but I'm not necessarily interested in a TV show. But I know mm. a lot of people are, so I hope that turns out good for you, for your fans out there. Yeah, I think I've seen a few things from the third game. I've played the second one and I've read a book, so I know I know that I like the world and the storytelling. Uh, so I think if the series handled well, then it might can it could turn out kind of great. Actually, mm-hmm. let's cross our fingers for that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my second film that I'm watching forward to. Ah, uh, oh, sorry. Lo- yeah, looking well, forward that's, to. that's how it goes with these kind of <laughs> discussions, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the, the second the, movie. Yeah, the second movie that I'm looking forward to. This one, <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna maybe surprise some people. I I have known of this film for a very long time, or not a very long time, but for quite a while, and I was like, I'm not interested in that 
in the least. Mm. Then the trailer came, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, that looks so much better than it has any rights to be. But I oh. think it's actually going to be fun. <laughs> and I'm intrigued. That is, yeah, that is Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that, but it looks fun. It I have really seen the fun. trailer. Oh my god, that was such a curveball. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks like kind of fun, uh, action y family movie kind of thing so sure <laughs> i don't i'm not gonna watch it though but <laughs> uh, i'm probably not gonna watch it in cinemas um, yeah same here. i'm not yeah. i'm not that interested in it but uh, i will watch it at some point mm. uh, because i just you know i saw the trailer and i was like that that actually looks kind of fun i i you know i was not necessarily hyped for it but yeah. but like much more interested than i had i had been before in it and um you know the voice acting with with ryan reynolds it just looked fun um mm. it looked like like something i might enjoy more not not necessarily the same the same way i enjoy the things we talked about on this list but mm. sort of just you know fun uh, sci-fi fantasy whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um entertainment you know i mm. i like it and i did grow up with pokemon and i collected pokemon cards for a very long time so it's it's it, it's a bit, little bit of my childhood no i get it i get it yeah so i don't actually have really have any movies that are coming out this year that i look forward to on the top of my head i do look forward to game of thrones ending <laughs> and i also look forward to if we're gonna go just a teeny tiny bit into the land of video games i'm really looking forward to cyberpunk 2077 ah yes yes. i am pretty hyped for this game and i have been since the first (laughs) announcement so looking forward to that kind of storytelling Mm, if if we're going to go into into games um just a a tiny a tiny toe into the (laughs) pond of games here um, there is some some uh, tabletop role playing games I'm looking forward mm. to. Uh, we have a um, uh, the Expanse role playing game coming out, you know, based on the, oh, on yeah. the TV show and the book series, uh, and also a uh, role playing game in the world of Lazarus. And Lazarus is a comic book series that I read ah. and really like. So Neat. I'm looking forward to those. Mm-hmm. But if we're just like talking about movies in general. I kind of feel like this is the year that I need to watch and want to watch Mad Max 2 and They Live. These goddamn movies have been on my to-watch list for so long that I just feel like I need to just do it this year. They're not like the easiest movie to be available like on streaming services here in Sweden at least. So that's why I haven't gotten around to it yet. But um, yeah, I really just want to watch Mad Max 2. Mm. Have you seen that one or... I have seen that one. I have mm. seen. Uh, I have not seen Fury Road, but I have seen the original Mad Max trilogy, and the second one is my favorite. I mm. think it's really a lot of fun. I have not seen They Live, uh, but I hear oh. it's good too. Is there any movie you have that you that is old that you haven't watched it yet, and you really want to get around to it this year? I don't know. Maybe a few of the ones that we will uh, do podcasts about. Uh, I would say those. <laughs> if we want to, if, if we want to talk a little bit about what we might podcast in the future. Um, so maybe we want to, to take a moment and uh, talk about some possible future podcast uh, episodes and which movies we will be talking about there. Um, do you have any ideas, Ebba? 
Yeah, well, like the first one that pops into my head is uh, Quest for Fire from 1981. And this is a movie that I suggested that we watch sometime in the podcast, you know, during 2019, because I found the book that it's based on in a secondhand store. Uh, And I just finished reading it like the other day and I can't wait to compare the two because I've seen this movie, uh, you know, maybe six years ago and I can't really remember too much about it but I know they're not similar so I'm kind of excited (laughs) to compare the two and have that sort of discussion with you and I think it can be kind of kind of interesting actually that's one I look forward to when we're doing it uh, we don't know that yet but uh, what Mm -hmm. do you got Uh, well we did talk about uh, death takes a holiday in Mm -hmm. the last episode and uh, I really think we should watch that one Um, I think could have some great discussions of that and I I do think that you might like it. Um, I have a feeling too that I like it. (laughs) It it does feel like a movie you'd like so Mm. uh, I I hope we can watch it. Yeah I'm also looking forward to another romantic movie (laughs) and that is (laughs) Lady and the Highwayman. I can't really remember exactly the years from now but I believe it's like 89 or something like that. Mm. Uh, This is I'm hoping a gem and not a absolute turd that I found (laughs) that I want the two of us to watch and I think we're doing it during Valentine as a sort of Valentine special. I think it will be in the next episode after this one. It's got like Hugh Grant and it's based on a novel by an like an old school romance novel novelist (laughs) and I think it's gonna be fantastic uh, cheese that you either laugh at or laugh with Uh, and uh, yeah can't wait (laughs) yeah yeah it's gonna be fun yeah i think so too um and talking about probably fun movies we haven't seen it yet but yeah probably uh, is the word too (laughs) (laughs) really uh but we've talked uh, about a a bit about watching uh battle beyond the stars Mm -hmm. which is a sci-fi film from 1980 uh it seems to be a little bit in the vein of like uh, Ice Pirates and Star Crash uh, and also maybe a little bit like Guardians of the Galaxy, like a mm. fun space uh, romp. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. I'm really hoping that it's like another Ice Pirates movie because <laughs> my god, I want Ice, Ice Pirates. <laughs> Just everything. <laughs> so good. So you got Definitely. anything else that you... Well, I did one day on, on uh, Facebook Messenger send you a, a movie clip from a movie called The Angry Red Planet, yes. which had yeah, which had this really ridiculous, kind of cute-looking yes. uh, monster, a bat, rat, spider crab, and just that concept sounds ridiculous, and, yeah. and I really want to see it. <laughs> it's probably gonna be fun. It's... It it seems like a really yeah. bad film, but sort of a. Fun, fun, bad films. Yeah. So, yeah. Like all the movies like we just mentioned, all of those are probably entertaining, probably fun, <laughs> probably not. You're going to make you want to die from boredom. So, <laughs> but I feel we've got a got some gold nuggets here i'm sure (laughs) Mm -hmm, definitely but yeah like just in general i i think it's just a lot of fun that we've managed to have like almost like a full season you could say with this Mm. uh, this past autumn and like going into you know starting up january and yeah it's been really fun doing this with Mm -hmm. you 
and I hope we're going to continue with it for for quite a while yet. Yes, uh, me into too. 2019. So yeah. yeah. And uh, if we, if we have any listeners out there, if we have any fans, <laughs> uh, we will be at Worldcon in Dublin 2019. So if you if you're going to be there, let us know, and we can. Uh, have coffee or something and and chat so listener uh did you enjoy this episode Uh, we hope you do and uh, share your thoughts uh on our facebook page at star crash podcast uh you know make suggestions on uh, on thought on films we may see in the future uh, and uh, join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about lady and the highwayman bye bye bye